0: Happy are those whose help is in the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God. The Lord sets the prisoners free, opens the eyes of the blind, and lifts up those who are bowed down. Confident that nothing is able to separate us from the love of God, let us pray the prayer of confession together, and then take a moment to silently confess the wrong we have done. Please join me in prayer. You have taught us to be patient and promise to supply our needs, O God. Yet we grow weary of waiting and restless with our wants. We blame our troubles on brothers and sisters, withholding from them the tolerance and care you have shown to us. O God, forgive our indulgence and help us to stand firm. In Christ, you showed patience with the world in spite of the cross. Teach us to be patient, that in Christ we may have endurance in spite of our need. Hear the good news. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ. And Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ prays for us. Hear and believe. All you have confessed is forgiven and forgotten. By the grace of God,
1: you have been made new. Thanks be to God. Gracious loving God, we thank you for this time that we can lift up our prayers of concern and our prayers of joy. We ask that you be with all those that are suffering through this holiday time, for ones that have lost loved ones, for those that are going through illnesses, We ask that you put your loving and healing arms and comforting arms around each and every one of them. We ask that you be with those that are celebrating milestones. We ask that you be with all those that we have lifted up in prayer this morning by voice, but we also ask that you lift up those that are still weighing heavy on our hearts. You know what we need, you know what the individuals need before we even ask. We ask that you be with all those out there in the world and let them find that kindness that is in their hearts. We ask that you be with each and every one of us as we continue to journey with you. And we ask this in your son's name, Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil.
0: Our first scripture reading this morning is the prophet Isaiah, chapter 35, verses 1 through 10. Hear the word of God. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come up on it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. May God bless to our understanding this reading from God's
2: word.
1: The next scripture comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter one, verses 46 to 55. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud and the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. But we're kind of combining this week and next week as far as Advent, because next week, which is a great joy, the children will be doing a pageant, both on Saturday night and Sunday morning. And yes, we do have children. They've been practicing on Saturdays. And they will again, they'll be doing their pageant. And they're really excited about it this year, which is a great joy. So we won't really have a chance to talk about the love end of it, which is very important during our Advent season. So we're going to combine the two today. You know, God has given us so much joy in our lives. And we're to share that with other people around us. There's an acronym for joy. It's called Jesus, others, and ourselves. We heard people during the the prayers of of confession, the the prayers of concern, where you had people asking for caring for, for Mike, for example, whose heart might be hardened just a little bit. We had Jeremy asking for people to be more kind and be patient. And then we heard Betty talk about how people have been kind. When Warren needed it most or needed somebody to hold a door or something like that, they were there. But if we are doing what God has called each and every one of us to do, then we need to be patient with those that may not be so much. You know, I go into Walmart or into the supermarket and stuff, and everybody's in a rush today. They push you in the back of the legs with the shopping carts. They don't care. You're standing in line, they bang you. You move up a step, and they bang you again. It's like, you're not going anywhere. Just chill. That's kind of what I want to say, but in my mind there's other words that are coming to mind. You can fill in the blanks, do whatever you need to do. Just be honest. After the third bang into the back of your legs, you'd really... That's when I need the patience because what I really want to say is exactly. But there is joy because we have to remember that we are supposed to show what Jesus would want us to show, to show that love and compassion, to show that patience that he had for his disciples, the disciples that could never get anything right, that kept screwing up and asking over and over again, well, well, what do we do here? And then he would throw a parable in and they would still scratch their heads. Jesus was patient. The only time Jesus wasn't really patient in my mind was when he tossed the tables because the tax collectors were in the temple and he got angry. Now, yeah, he got angry with the disciples and stuff like that, but he loved his disciples. Our scripture today tells us that Mary, it says, Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. Does our soul magnify the Lord as Mary's did? We are God's people. God has brought us much joy. Herb and Betty are going to be married 60 years. Now, for some, they would think that that's great joy. I think that's a milestone. We've had others last longer than that. Other marriages last longer. We have joys because Jess is going to be 24. And, yes, this is going out over the radio. So everybody's going to wish you happy birthday. We have joy because we, we hear people that have conquered cancer. We have joy. We have joy because we are a church family and we look out for each other. We have joy because if you came in downstairs into Fellowship Hall, you saw all the presence that this congregation and this community brought for those families that need it most. There is joy because we are giving people. God has given us so much that we are giving it back. But as Jeremy said, We need that patience sometimes. We need to ask God for that patience. And God gives that to us because God loves us unconditionally, and God will be there for us. God loves each and every one of us, and we should have joy in that itself. We should have joy to know know that God loves us. In our hardest times, when our faith may be shaken, God is right there with us, sharing God's love with us. Even though we may ignore it, we are still receiving it from God. There are a couple families that lost loved ones over this Christmas season. And during the, 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 the funeral services and stuff, they had doubts. And actually, one individual, I did a funeral yesterday, actually said they had doubts. His faith is in doubt. And then he saw everybody show up for his father's funeral and his faith was starting to be restored. And then he heard people say wonderful things about his father, and his faith was restored even more. And then he heard the people sing out loud that last hymn of the old rugged cross, that old, famous, familiar gospel song. And he left there with his heart filled, knowing that God was in that place, was in that room, and that his father was sitting at that banquet table with his rest of his family. We have much joy in our lives. and We need to love God for that. God gives us that joy. Now, as I said, there's an acronym, Jesus, others, and ourselves. Sometimes we try to put ourselves first. We read the prayer of confession where, you know, we, we forget everybody else. We want to have things done for us. We try to put ourselves first. And then God tells us, no, no, You need to put others before yourself. And that's not saying that you need to sit back and let everybody walk over you like a doormat. That's not what I'm saying. But if somebody needs help with a door being open while they push a wheelchair through, but you need to get somewhere fast, maybe you take that extra second and hold that door. If you know that there is somebody who is lonely this time of year, maybe you make that phone call so they know that they are not forgotten even though you may not have time for a 20 minute call because you know they're just gonna wanna talk. Maybe if you know somebody can't get out and they're not gonna have a meal, maybe you take some leftovers over from your Christmas dinner that you'll have, these wonderful feasts that you'll have next Tuesday. Maybe you take a plate over to another person that may need it most. Sometimes we have to put others before ourselves. But first and foremost, we need to put Christ first. Christ is our guide. Christ shows us how we are to be. Christ shows us how we are to act. If we are really journeying, journeying with Christ, then we're walking in Christ's footsteps. And as we do that, we need to show love to those that may not show it back. We need to show it to the mics of the world. We need to show it to the ones pushing the cart into the back of your legs as you stand in line during this busy time. We need to be there for those that may be feeling sad this time of year because of a loss of a loved one or because their loved ones are sick. We need to be there because Christ would be there for us, so we need to be there for them. And as we do this, Christ is there for us even more. Christ continually lifts up the righteous, and we are the righteous. We are the ones that are supposed to show what Christ is for other people, for those that may not know Christ. And as we do that, we show the love that Christ and God has given each and every one of us. This is a season of preparation, a preparation where we celebrate the birth of a child. This is a season where we have hope. This is a season where we are to have peace, joy, and love. We are to share all of those things with all of those around us, even those that may not know Christ. They may not know what it means to have that person or that feeling in our hearts. Next Monday night, when we sing those songs that we love so much, all of our favorite hymns, when we hear the Christmas story read, maybe, just maybe, as you leave this place next Monday night, you will share that with somebody else. As we light the luminaries, we have fun lighting the luminaries. We have a good time. And it gets done, and the pictures that are taken of our church show the beauty of this church. But what it doesn't show is the beauty of this congregation and what it does for all those outside these walls. Jesus loves each and every one of you, and God loves you unconditionally. My prayer is that we share that with those outside these walls. Amen and amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty,
0: maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, Amen.
1: unconditionally. And we need to share that joy with all of those around us during this holiday season especially. But it shouldn't just end on Christmas morning. It should be there every day of our lives because God loves us unconditionally every day of our lives. So again, share the joy with all those around you. And may the shalom of God, the love, compassion of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.